This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, everybody. Hi, Beelzebub. Hey, Crystal. Pizza time, pumpkin beer. Oh, is it pumpkin beer season already? I guess it's September. I mean, it's the pumpkin spices at Starbucks. Whew, oh, pumpkin spice stuff, just not as good. Pumpkin stuff is good. Pumpkin spice stuff, I think. Is it Starbucks's fault for pumpkin spice? Are they the ones who started that whole thing? Because there's pumpkin I spice everywhere. I doubt now. it, but they're the ones that probably made it popular. Yeah, that's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, they did the wrong thing, though. They did the thing that I ate. Which is because, like, I I like pumpkin spice, but mm-hmm. I liked the salted caramel mocha more. Yeah, and they got rid of that, and I'm like, well, okay then. Mm. I guess that's how it's going to yeah. be. Thanks, Sith. Welcome to the show. Well, should we do a show? We could do we could do a podcast. I suppose if I can breathe. If we really want to. <clears throat> this is what happens when you talk and drink and then suck in the fluid into your lungs. Don't put fluid in your lungs. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't it's do bad that. Idea. It's bad for you. Very bad for you. Very bad. Nah, Crystal doesn't think we should do a podcast. Oh well, if Crystal says we shouldn't, then I guess Crystal's right, always good, right. Good night. I got work tomorrow. Goodbye. If there's one thing I've learned over the years, is Crystal's always right. See you, Sosie. Bye. Well, what are we gonna do now? Sosie left. Uh, I like that the microphone picked up the door closing sound. So, uh, yeah, uh, hmm, well, now, now you're proud of yourself. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Crystal. So, uh, does anyone want to fill in for Toasty tonight? I could use a co-host. Anybody else? Oh, Toasty's coming back. He's coming back in. Here he comes. You gonna... Did you change your mind? Or are you just coming back to play games? I wanted <laughs> to come back and state for the record. Uh-huh. I am not easily influenced, Crystal. So <laughs> even though you say that we shouldn't have a podcast, we're going to have one anyways. Oh, what if that was reverse psychology? Cue the intro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Welcome to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind The Witcher games, show, and books. Welcome back, adventurers, or dare I say witchers, to The Witcher Lorecast. This is Tom, or Robots, back as usual. I'm sorry we missed an episode last week. We had some uh, uh, some adventures of our own, including fighting off the uh, the monster that is my brain trying to attack and kill me uh, with migraines. So that didn't work out. And then we also had the monsters of schedule problems and, you know, dealing with my own family's schedules and things like that. And so we didn't actually get around to doing an episode last week. I, I apologize. We went day by day trying to fill it in and it just never quite worked out. But we're back. It is the regular schedule again. It is Monday night and I'm here with the great and wonderful Toasty of Toasterton. Welcome back, the great Toasty. To- Toasterton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hadn't named my kingdom yet, but I guess they're. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is. A, I thought know. this was just the town that you came from. This was like your Witcher name, but you're. This is your kingdom. 
I yeah, of course. Oh, of okay. Course. You're a king now. You're king toasty yeah. of Toasterton. King. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> okay. I don't know. <clears throat> that sounds like a kingdom, though. I feel like I feel like I would adventure in the world and come across a town called Toasterton. I don't know. It's probably not a, a great kingdom, to be honest. It's a very it's small, minor kingdom. Probably, probably the, pretty on the minor edges kingdom. of like I don't know Nilfgaard or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll be humble. I'll be humble. Okay, well, <laughs> that sounds fine. So, um, so we're back, and I'm excited about this episode because we've we've gotten through all the different schools of the Witchers, and now we're digging into some of the characters. And what better character to start with than our favorite of the Witchers, Geralt of Rivia himself? Toasty, this is an exciting episode, dude. What do you think? Uh, I I think it I think it was time. I was like, I was, I'm going to put this off. I know people are like, what are they going to talk about Geralt? What are they going to talk about Geralt? And I was like, I'm going to put this off mm-hmm. as long as possible. I even thought about putting it off longer, but I was like, you know what? We'll get into it. We'll get into the meat and potatoes. Talk about the guy of the Geralt guy. Of Geralt of Rivia. Okay. So let's, let's get into this. Where do we even start when it comes to Geralt? We, we start with a disclaimer. Um, we're going to try to avoid too much information that comes from the actual like story elements that we possess just so that we can give other people to get more acclimated with the, the world of the Witcher things. Mm-hmm. So we will not be talking about any of the books. We'll not be talking about net, the Netflix show. We will not be talking about the games in too much detail. We're going to talk about everything about Geralt leading up to the point where we get introduced to him in okay. the first book so this is Geralt's background this is the the stuff that isn't covered directly in those things yep okay. it's addressed in it and we learn the stuff obviously but you know this isn't something like you know the book doesn't start with Geralt was born and do 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 Geralt of Rivia isn't actually from Rivia he came from this place in the origin of blah 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 in the year blah 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 yeah like that kind of stuff Exactly. Right. Okay. Okay. So Geralt, we know Geralt by uh, many, many names. Um, do you want to go through the names or can I? Because these are fun. Uh, you seem very excited to go through the names. So go ahead. Can I do it in a funny voice? Why not? All right. Here we go. Geralt goes by many names, including the White Wolf, Gwynblade, White One, Butcher of Blaviken, Ravix of Fourhorn, Geralt Roger Eric Del Hotz Bellegard. And that's it. But that last one is, is my favorite. That one's that one's so good. Yeah, he doesn't actually go by that one. Well, he doesn't. Anymore, re- but, yeah, yeah. He, that's that's but, kind of a joke. That's one. the OG name. That's the OG name. <laughs> that's well, right. That's the one. Isn't that the one that he like suggests? He wanted to be named right, that. Right. He suggests Vesemir. Like, Vesemir. Like, that's yeah. stupid. <laughs> He's like, that's the one I suggested to Vesemir, and he was like, no, no, we're not going to go with that one. How about yeah, just mean, Geralt of Rivia? That's fine. We'll just go with that. Props to Vesemir for shutting that down. I would I think this is a much better story with Geralt of Rivia rather than that. <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's talk about his early life. What do we know about like the or what's the earliest part? What do we know from the very beginning? So we know that Geralt was the son of the sorceress Vicina. And it is suggested suggested that his father was the wandering war, warrior Corin. Mm, okay. When Geralt was born, Vicina left him at Kaer Morhen 
with the Wolf School Witchers. There he passed. Uh, we get to school. I mean, we don't know much um, other than his parents, pretty much. And honestly, we don't know much about Corin either. It, it said that Corin helped Vicina uh, fight a monster. Um, and I guess they uh, they did some baby making after and that's it that's nice. all you really know nice. about him yeah he was like he was like you're you're a very nice sorceress lady and she was like well you're a very strong strapping monster meister funny man and they were like all right let's make a baby and then they made a baby and they were like oh, let's leave the baby here that's about mm-hmm. all we get right pretty much yeah okay um so then we move on to school uh where Geralt passed the trial of the grasses and received his mutations during the, his training at the Witcher School, he made friends with several students, such as Gweld and Eskul, and was trained by Vesemir in harsh conditions. As, of course, all the Witchers are, so that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eskul comes up, if you're familiar with any of the story stuff or any of the games, Eskul. That's, you know, a name that you should recognize. Mm-hmm. Definitely be getting into him probably fairly soon. Um Geralt was eventually put through the trial of Forest Eyes, the trial where a wolf would be left in the woods, tied up and blindfolded. He was helped out of his binds by the elf Aideen, where they found a non-human reservation camp that had been attacked by Vrans. So they go on a little adventure. Mm. Uh, they left, or they later came across some cat school witchers training, and Aideen then left Geralt to return to his master. I have a little tiny adventure with this guy, um, which mm-hmm. is completely against the rules, by the way. <laughs> I just yeah. have to point that out. Yeah. The trial of the forest eyes is you are supposed to do it all by yourself and get back where you're supposed to be from by yourself. And I don't even think you're allowed to remove the blindfold, if I remember correctly. So <laughs> huh. do you think this might have had some effect on his willingness to cooperate with some of the other races? Maybe I think I'm not entirely sure. I think maybe it would probably would have helped, but honestly, I think that just, I mean, witchers are already like, they're considered a different race right? by other people. Like they're not considered human and right. they get, well, <laughs> and they get treated worse than usually the other races anyways. So I think they're just, I think that, their willingness to work with other races just comes naturally from the fact that like, they're also kind of in the same boat. Like humans don't like elves or dwarves really. Right. They don't like witchers at all. So I think it just kind of, you know, kindred souls kind of thing. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I've, I've always had the sense that Geralt was a little, even among witchers was a little bit more, uh, I, although he doesn't state it directly open to, opportunity when it came to or at least i mean i mean we've talked about it before he seems a little bit more moral than many of the other witchers like he's like we talk about it like he often gets involved in places where he's not supposed to and he'll state like uh you know we're i'm I'm neutral i'm a witcher you know but like we know he's not and he kind of has a heart for you know the downtrodden the you know and especially you know elves or or dwarves you know like the you know, the races that are kind of being assaulted by the humans and the people that are, that are in need. And I have to wonder if there's maybe a core somewhere. And oftentimes that, that kind of thing psychologically comes from childhood experience. 
So this idea of being in a tough situation as a child and being helped out by an elf might have had something to do with that. You know, I just, just have to wonder if that might be have have been in the mind of the author early on. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to say exactly because uh, we, we already know pretty much that the wolf schools very much more like willing to work with others more than like other schools, mm-hmm. which, you know, kind of is exemplified in like the names of the schools like cats are normally like more solo creatures um especially like hunting or whatever um and then you know snakes and all these other animals are solo creatures they don't really work together but wolves always work together like the pack will work together for for lots of reasons they'll like an entire wolf pack will die defending the cubs from like an outside threat mm-hmm. so it's it, it kind of gets exemplified in like the school names so but we also don't get to look into the minds of anyone else like we do Geralt's. like we get to right. get his perspectives on things we don't exactly know what other people are thinking all the time like we do Geralt's. like right right and you know having played the the games and kind of getting a, a look at you know people like Eskel, for example we mentioned Eskel. even these other witchers who were who grew up with him, I always had a sense that they were a little bit more harsh, a little bit more less caring than Geralt is. I believe it. So anyway, just just something to consider. Just something that always crosses my mind when when thinking through this kind of stuff. Yeah. So later on, Geralt took part in the tournament put on by King Radowitz the second. Some we've discussed before which was a just a plot to have the cats wipe out the wolves and the first round Geralt and Gweld one of his uh, his his best friend during training um, faced off uh, because if you don't remember when we talked about it the last time in depth Gweld went onto the cat school side because the numbers were not even between the schools right. and he saw it as a great opportunity to spy on the cats to see what they were up to because they didn't really trust the cats for good reason. <laughs> uh, yeah. They slowly realized while they were fighting that the whole tournament was a ruse before they could act on this knowledge. A druid put a mind control spell on Gweld, which made him violently attack Geralt, violent, violently attack Geralt. That sounded wrong for some reason. Sorry. <laughs> Forcing Geralt to kill his friend with a sword through his chest. The witchers were then surrounded by Radowitz's men, but Geralt was able to escape on horseback, causing Radowitz to put a bounty on his head. Yeah, total bummer. Total bummer there. Yeah, that's... And nothing good ever happens. <laughs> Geralt then came across Aiden again in the woods, who persuaded him not to kill the soldiers who slaughtered... Sla- I am not. I'm <laughs> struggling today. This is what happens when you take a week off. All of a sudden, words don't work. Actually, words never seem to work. So that's not actually the excuse. So we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll just go on. Persuaded him not to kill the soldiers who slaughtered his fellow witchers, though he did kill one of Radowitz's men that he saw along his trip back to Hirsch, where he warned the elders about Radowitz and the cat school's betrayal. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. The total bummer situation. I mean, I'm sure that has an effect on you too. You know, having to kill your own best friend. That's kind of, that's going to make you cynical right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
Due to his brilliant success in training, Geralt was selected for additional mutation experiments. He was the only Witcher to have survived these experiments, his stark white hair being a side effect of these additional mutations. He also spent time training with Mother Ninica at the Temple of Melitola and Elendor. How do I get through that? That's amazing. You, you did great. Up. That was great. <laughs> I mean, I know all these words because I've heard them said multiple times through the books, but dang. Um, after finishing his Witcher training, Geralt set off on the path on a horse named Roach. Thus, he became a monster slayer for hire. So we don't get much detail on these extra mutation experiments, though. We get a little bit of the side effects, but we don't really. Mike, sorry about the dogs. Stop barking, dogs! <laughs> I don't think that's going to help anything. Um, it's not. It's not. Uh, but we—I mean, I guess we're to assume that he's a little bit more sensitive to sights and sounds. He might be a little bit quicker than, say, the average Witcher. But it, I mean, he's not like Super Witcher or anything like that. Like we're not led to believe that he's like the best of the Witchers by any means. He's just a little bit more. Mutated. So I didn't I didn't include this part, but I have seen multiple that he basically all of the stuff you get, like all the benefits you get from being a witcher are improved. So he has better senses, better reflexes, better speed, better strength. He, all of it's better. Mm-hmm. So he he's not like insanely better. It's not like doubled or something. It's yeah. like maybe another five or ten percent or so. It's it's a small increase i would assume not a like oh all of a sudden he's superman yeah although sometimes in the descriptions of some of the books it is pretty uh like because most of the stuff we he does isn't under the effects of potions like normally he only drinks potions for monsters or really bad situations yeah so it's kind of scary just how insanely like multiplied those things are once he's under the effect of potions right like we get like kind of the description we get out of the books is like he's moving like like in like supernaturally fast people can't even perceive him half the time kind of things Mm -hmm. so he can get i I think it makes a difference it's just we don't get to see it most of the time yeah 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 interesting after about 50 miles after leaving Kermoran, Geralt was anxious to kill his first monster. He came across a bald man with rotten teeth. That's sure the monster. his mates. And, um, <laughs> oh, wait. I guess warning for people yes. that are sensitive about these things. Um, and and uh, sorry, that joke about a bald man with rotting teeth, that was, that was, that was insensitive. Bald men with rotting teeth aren't necessarily monsters unless they're about to do the thing that is coming up. Trigger warning, by the way, that's for, the word of vi- for violent sexual acts. Here we go. Yep. Uh, alongside his mates who were about to rape a young girl, the bald man prepared to rape her as his mates held her, held back her father until Geralt came in and killed the bald man, which frightened the gang off. The young witcher expected thanks Though the reality of the situation soon set in, not only did the father flee with the gang, but the girl with the bald man's blood on her threw up, became hysterical, and then passed out when Geralt approached her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those just rough situations, you know, like he tries to do something good, but then of course that is still, you know, horrific <laughs> in, in and of itself. And is scary to everybody involved as well. So, yeah. And it doesn't specify like the details of how he killed, but I imagine, you know, 
new, he's kind of new things still. So he's in, in so, and he's been training at Kara Morhen up until this point against other people with mutations and things that are on his level. So I imagine how terrifying it looks for you to show up, uh, you know, a kind of like ugly sort of disfigured looking person with your yellow eyes, yellow cat eyes. And then just with the speed and precision and strength of a witcher, oh yeah, just m- murder. Like it's not murder. I mean, he was defending her, but just straight killing this guy. Oh, she how got- terrifying that is. And oh, she was covered in blood. So it oh, had he, to be brutal. He probably gutted the guy and his insides probably flew out and got all over the place. And then like, like the horror of that, and, and it probably happened extremely quickly, you know, like um, all this entire situation was probably just traumatizing all the way yeah. through. And it would have been traumatizing had he not stepped in. So he did the right thing. But he also he, I mean, whereas he could have come up behind the guy, knocked him out and saved the girl, you know, or, you know, uh, d- done it in some sort of non lethal method and scared off the bad guys and, you know, helped out. He did it in a way that was probably also traumatic and did not realize that it would come across like that so and yeah. this is really i mean this is like straight out of care Morhen. we see the first experience of how like Geralt really is because uh, in in the witcher sense of being neutral he should have just passed it by yeah like that would have been what neutrality told him to do is not interfere right just keep on going by but right. he felt the need to interfere because he can't remain neutral right. most of the time right right but that's but that's why we like him because because we the reader look at that situation and we go he should help out the girl because he can because mm-hmm. those guys are scumbags and nobody should be messing with that girl that poor girl that poor father you know oh somebody should help out he's in the situation if i was a witcher and i had the ability to you know stomp the that dude's brains out i would you know like ugh, you know so yeah. All right. Well, we've got a mid break to get to, and then we've got some, and we've got some fun stuff to cover in the mid break. So don't go anywhere. And we've got some more stuff to talk about Geralt's uh, talk about with Geralt. I don't know. Words. Don't go anywhere. Very well. Let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. Mm-hmm. Great. Let me go prepare my something oil then. All right, here we are in the middle of the show, and thank you to our patrons for helping to support us. We've had our patron Patreon up for a little while, and I'm pulling it up right now. Last time I checked, we had three patrons, and we still do. We still have three patrons. We have actually uh, a few different patrons at different tiers. We have one ghoul, one griffin, and one leshin so far. So thank you to our patrons. You guys are awesome. And if you'd like to help check, or if you'd like to check out the different tiers and all the different things you can get on our Patreon, including the ability to join us on the show on a future episode, get ad-free episodes, get extended versions of the show where Toasty and I talk about stuff either during the pre-show or the post-show or talk with our live show audience either during the pre-show or the post-show any of that extra stuff uh episodes that are up early you know no ads all the extra goodies there's a whole bunch of different things you can you can get on there um and even get call outs every week there's different things in different tiers most of the stuff is on the early tiers the best stuff is of course on the higher tiers you can go to patreon.com slash witcher lorecast and just go check it out and if we've done anything to help you get through your work day, your workouts, your drive to work, or even just, you know, making cookies in 
the you know kitchen in order to send to me and toasty uh you know write us a private message maybe we can give you our address and you can send us cookies that would be awesome so just go check that out and thank you to our patrons you guys help make this um a thing for us to keep doing and we really really do appreciate it toasty we've got some uh some news oh you know what you know, I should call out our new patrons. I'm just going to call out all our patrons right now. We've got Mark 10 Gamer and then Kather Knoxblood and Ben of Tamaria. Ben joined us on our last Patreon episode. So thank you to all three of you guys and welcome to the Patreon. All right. So we've got some news. What's what's in the news? Uh, well, what or do you, you want to do, do the do review, review first? Real actually, yeah, yeah let's, let's talk. Let's, let's talk, actually, review. there's two reviews. There's one that's I think should be a five star review, but it's it, there's a reason it's not. Did you see this one? Uh, uh, is this from a different country? I don't have access to It is to from those. a different country. So I check cannot this out. see those. I'm curious to find out. Okay. I'm going to talk about this one first. This is from Wes Botron in Canada, America's hat. So thank that you. sounds familiar. We, we, they're Wes? part of the community, right? Probably. Probably. We, we have 1800 people on our robots radio discord. So if I don't remember everybody's names and people use multiple names on different platforms. So multiply that 1800 people by like multiple platforms. And all of a sudden it's just like pfft, my brain explodes. So uh, thank you, Wesbatron, for your review. Uh, Wesbatron in America's hat writes, hmm, which I think is a Geralt quote. <laughs> Probably pretty sure. Yes. <laughs> Multiple Geralt quotes. Actually. Multiple Geralt quotes. Uh, writes, hey guys, love the show and the dynamic the two of you bring. You guys make my work mornings fly by really quick. This would be a five-star review, but witchers aren't allowed nice things. Four stars. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is hilarious. Um, Wesmotron, I, I love the joke. Um would you mind upping that to five stars because that has a legitimate effect on her overall rating because it averages out <laughs> but i love the joke you could put you can actually go back and edit it commitment <laughs> um if, if you want to go back and edit it uh, just say i'm glad you got the joke i upped it to five stars if it's actually a five-star review we would really really appreciate it but thank you for the joke that's hilarious um and then we have a five-star review an actual five-star review from andy g6 in the united states who writes third time writing this review i don't know if that means that like the app or the web browser crapped out on you or you've written reviews in multiple places but either way thank you for your it, uh it is apple so it, 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 it is may apple. be apple's fault we definitely it's, we're gonna blame apple yes that's all. Absolutely. Uh, but thank you for your tenacity. That's a fun word. Um, so Andy writes here. So first off, this is the third time I've written this review. So pat on the back for dedication. Yes, I'm going to pat you on your back. So I'm reaching here for your back. There you go. Um, it was first. I was first introduced to the Witcher series through the Wild Hunts. A must have. Absolutely. As or I'm sorry, as most have. Yes, it's still a must have. It's still a must have. But as most have. I first played through for just the story. I've never been a grind type person. Yeah, I'm not particularly either. But then I picked up the books, scoured YouTube, and then the Netflix series came out. After that, I started diving into the lore even more and relaunched the game on Death March. Holy moly. Although not true to form, it was New Game Plus. The Witcher series is a wonderfully crafted lore-rich narrative from highlights uh, that highlights what great storytelling is. Thanks for the podcast. No promises, but unless someone claims the God tier before me, I'll be gunning for that. Whoa. Andy's Andy's going to go get the for, tier, the highest for, tier yeah, on our for Patreon. For people that don't know, that that, that special $250 <sighs> Patreon tier, uh, it, it's it's actually the Gontaro Dim tier, mm -hmm. um, which 
you know, it, it there's a very specific reason why those initials spell God. So, <clears throat> yeah. So that's, uh, I think that's limited, right? There's only one of those. Yep. That's a one, a one-off thing. That's just no one. one else could. So if, if, uh, Andy here signs up for that, that means that nobody else can hold that tier as long as Andy holds that tier. So holy moly, Andy, that would be amazing. Absolutely. Thank you for the, for the review and for the kind words. Um, and if you guys would like to help us out adding a review and a five-star rating on Apple podcasts is absolutely a wonderful way to help out the show. It's absolutely free. It just takes a second to do it. And you don't even have to listen on Apple podcasts. As long as you have an Apple account, you just have to just search the Witcher Lorecast Apple podcasts in a browser and it'll take you to that page. And if you have an, an Apple account, you can just log in and leave a review. And it's, it's really just that easy. Just click five stars, type some text in and we'll read out your review on a, on a future episode. And if you want to leave a little in joke in there, it'll get on the show and we'd absolutely love it. So um, thank you again so much for all of that. All right. So now we can get to the news. What's what's in the news. So uh, in I wanted to add this one first. This is this is an article uh, from from Game Rant um, where they highlighted a user discussing ideas for prequel Witcher games uh-huh. uh, that uh, it says came out a couple of days ago, but this is a week old outline. So that means a couple of days ago from last. <laughs> okay. So like a week um, and a few days. So like about nine, 10 yeah, days ago, I think like last, uh, that would have been last Saturday, I believe when this, this Reddit thing was posted. Okay. Um, so like in the, the article, they talk about the fan proposed an idea for a game called Witcher golden age, a prequel Witcher game that takes place during the golden age of witchers where there are plentiful witchers and there are many monsters to slay. Uh-huh. And I wanted to highlight this because um, this was posted on last, uh, I guess, what day would that have been? The fourth. On the fourth. Uh-huh. But we were talking about this idea on the 30th of August. Uh-huh. So like just so, half a week before that. Right. So uh, we did it first. So that's the only reason I posted this was to say <laughs> that this idea was posted on Reddit, got a lot of upvotes, but uh-huh. it was our idea first. I'm so, claiming it. You good can't job, have it. Redditor, for stealing our idea and getting you mm-hmm. some updates on the internet, some internet points. Congratulations. I mean, that's just what Reddit is, right? Yes. Just reposting content, recycling ideas from other places in order to get updates and fake internet yeah. points. Good. Yeah. Congratulations. Yep. But in more legitimate news, uh, <laughs> the Great Hunt event is taking place right now in the Witcher Monster Slayer mobile Ooh. game. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Gunship Kid on the Discord for bringing this event to my attention. Uh, it goes on for the month of September. So about half of September is gone now. So still got about half a month um, and features increased interaction range and increased monster spawns. Uh, I personally haven't been playing so much, um, but I hopped back in just to check it out. Um, and the, the interaction range is huge. Yeah. <laughs> like it takes up the whole screen. Nice. So nice. you can pretty much touch anything that like it's, it's really big range. Um, so if you're looking to, you know, hop back in, make some, some progress, it's gonna, I mean, I can't imagine that this, this is probably like double or triple your progression rate because mm-hmm. you'll be able to hit diff- more monsters from farther away and there's going to be more monsters to fight. So if you're trying to like level up, 
uh, faster. Yeah. Now would be the time yeah. to do that. Nice. So, uh, also, uh, and I haven't been keeping, uh, or I haven't been seeing this news. Um, we have a bit of news on the Witcher blood origin prequel. Uh, it seems like the crew has finished their filming in Iceland. So they were filming some stuff for it in Iceland. Uh, and they have started their filming in the UK. Um, and if you're curious to see a bunch of shots of the film set from like super duper far away and super zoomed in, <laughs> so really bad quality like photos, paparazzi shots from people who could couldn't even get on. on these people, they're stage, like yeah. literally like like hiding behind a rock a month, like in a bush, taking yeah. pictures that they're not supposed to be taking from like so five can... miles away with a big zoom scope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you're interested in seeing a bunch of pictures of tiny people dressed in cool witcher stuff i mean there's they're able to make it out a little bit i thought it was cool there's cool like they're in their their armor and stuff i remember seeing one where there was a dude with a really big hammer so you know you can get a little bit of stuff from it um so if you're curious look at those you can head on over to the redanian intelligence website or twitter if you want to see those cool um and then lastly um and it's been a week since then but the the Witcher Ronin comic has kicked off their Kickstarter um, that was last Tuesday. Yeah. So if you're curious to to go check that out or back that or anything, um, you can go do that. Uh, the Witcher ly slash Ronin ks. Yep, yep. It looks very cool. It's gotten a little bit of uh, mixed thoughts on the internet. People are like, some people are like, eh, they shouldn't be doing this via Kickstarter. But some people are like, this thing looks awesome. So you can make that decision for yourself. Go check it out. Um, one last thing for me before we move on to the rest of the Geralt part of the show. We are, I am in the process of untangling the Robots Radio YouTube channel. For the majority of the shows, they've all been going to the Robots Radio YouTube channel. But because there are so many shows that we do so many different lore casts from the Witcher lore cast to Cyberpunk to Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Mass Effect, all of those things go on the Robots Radio YouTube channel. But because YouTube doesn't like it when you do so many different topics because it, it gets confused. And it, for example, somebody who likes the Witcher stuff may not necessarily like Fallout stuff or Mass Effect stuff. So it doesn't know how to promote it to multiple audiences. So the click through rate ends up getting really low. And then it doesn't know how to promote the channel. So what I'm doing is I'm moving each of the individual shows to their own YouTube channels. So all of these live videos that we do when we do the videos on uh, Twitch, they go up on YouTube at the same time that the audio version launches of the pod, you know, for the podcast. So if you want to watch the live version where it's us, you know, in front of the cameras talking about the show, you can go to the Witcher Lorecast YouTube channel and there will be a link in the show notes for those um, so that you can you can do that if that's the way you'd rather watch the show in the future. So um, just heads up, don't go to the Robots Radio YouTube. Um, if you do, I will be posting um, in the comments feed. You know how YouTube's channels can post comments, and in those I will link to the new channel. So if you want to help us out, please make sure that you go to the new 
Witcher Lorecast YouTube channel and sub there. So for two reasons, one, so you don't miss out on any of the new videos. And two, it's notoriously difficult to kick off a new YouTube channel because YouTube doesn't know what to do with a new YouTube channel. So the more of you who are going to watch those videos who sub to the channel, the more YouTube knows who the audience is and what videos they like and the more it will help that channel grow. So that's what's going on with that. So, all right, thanks everybody. Let's move on with the rest of the show about Geralt. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right, yeah. All right, so back to Geralt. We've got we've got Geralt's personality to talk about here. We've kind of gone in and out of discussing that a little bit, but let's let's get right to the point. What do we know about his personality? Most of the time, he can be apathetic, cynical, <laughs> and threatening. Uh-huh. Um, and I think most of us that are familiar with Geralt would say that that is true. Um, he's not exactly a nice guy. At least his personality doesn't come off that way. <laughs> Despite this outward, outwardly cold nature, Dandelion has noted that behind his exterior was hiding a fiercely loyal friend and a man of good humor and as someone not indifferent to suffering. And I think uh, many of us would also agree with that. Um, yeah. It's almost as if he puts up uh, the same way that he wields armor to protect, you know, his soft flesh. He wields th this personality to protect his actual soft personality underneath because he does genuinely care for his friends. He does genuinely care for the downtrodden. Um, but he has to, he can't put that out there for any, for just anyone to see. He has to protect that. And so he's learned to, to wield, you know, an apathetic, cynical and threatening personality in order to keep away those who would threaten him or the people he cares about. And that's, that's just how witchers are perceived. I mean, yeah. everyone perceives it that way. So he just, acts that way because that's what's expected of him and i know uh, and that's not just unique to him there's a lot of people that put up walls or or cover their their true identity and a personality that doesn't really fit them because they don't want to be hurt or people that that act a certain way just because they're perceived to be that way so this is definitely not a it's not a unique thing. Uh, there's a lot of people that I'm sure can identify with this um, particular situation. Right. I mean, heck, you could even use the same uh, same descriptions for somebody like Yennefer. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's perceived a certain way, too. And yeah. so she acts that way. Right. Uh, uh, Geralt has had many good friends all over the northern realms, such as Caldemain of Blaviken, Zoltan, Chivet, and of course, Dandelion, <laughs> of course. faithful best friend. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yes. He was also very protective of and loyal to his friends and companions and was willing to go to great lengths for those who mattered to him. He could be kind hearted and caring for the people or caring to the people he loved. Mm -hmm. And sometimes over and over again <laughs> with very little thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Geralt was also shown to be extremely adept at allaying intense and at times bleak situations. And as a man who would much sooner have everyone return home than draw their swords, his lifespan made him a world weary man, often expressing disdain and circuitous insults to those he considered cruel, foolish, 
etc. He may have risked to marry his future to save Triss Marigold from the Nilf Guardians. He also was shown requesting Scoyatel to spare Dandelion and kill only him. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's another thing that makes him heroic is the willingness uh, to sacrifice um, oftentimes himself or um, in some in some cases, uh, you know, the greater, you know, I don't know, the, the greater future or the greater unknown future for the things that truly mattered to him or the things that he believed were good, you know, the, the, the future of the the terrible world. For the people who he believed were genuinely good and worth saving like that kind of thing yeah and i think this relating into the witcher 3 wild hunt which of course you get to kind of make these decisions um but i'm not entirely sure that it would be against Geralt's personality to do these things your relationship with siri mm -hmm. so if you try to protect her too much or, you know, like if you limit her because you're trying to like be overly protective, right? which Geralt, based on his personality, probably would do. So it's a good thing that you get to make the decisions. Yeah. But if you do that, things turn out bad. Right. Like you don't end up instilling enough confidence in her so that she's, you know, going in prepared and bad things will end up happening. So, but if you kind of like, pull back a little bit, let her make her own decisions, let her be confident in her abilities and her identity, then the best, the best ending in, ensues. So, yeah. It, and it's interesting though, uh, like from, from the standpoint of the difference between the wild hunt and the books, Siri is older in the wild hunt. Um, so to be a little bit more protective of a younger series in, in the books and a little bit more open and willing to let her make her decisions as a young woman in in the wild hunt makes sense as as a parent as a parental figure i mean he's not really the parent but as a parental figure in her life um to be more of a guiding hand and a supportive parent in that sense as opposed to a protective father figure in the books and a little bit overbearing that makes yeah. sense yeah. I would imagine <laughs> that a, a Geralt who had gone through the, the events of the books could come come into the Wild Hunt storyline and and relinquish some of that over time. Yeah, I mean, it's also kind of you got to get into the 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 deeper uh, connotations of things of the fact that like in the Wild Hunt, he also hasn't seen Siri for like years. So he yeah. He may or may not pick up back to that same way he was parenting before because it's been so long. He hasn't actually experienced her growing up and True. he's hasn't been a parent for a while. True. So, it or, kind of, yeah, or the flip side would be, well, she has been on her own for a while and she's done OK. So yeah. maybe I maybe I should trust her a little bit more. You know, like it, it, it again, it depends. Like it, it just depends. So it's an interesting question. Like this is something that it, that would be fun to post to the to the community. Like, do you, what do you guys think? Do you think I, I can see both justifications for it? And I think that you make a good point too. Like, you could you can justify both. And I think that's also why it makes sense that both options are in the game. Like, Geralt could go either way. I think both are justified. Um, but what do you guys in the community think? Let us know on on the Robots Radio Discord um, what you think about that. So, um, anything else about? His personality? Uh, Geralt 
frequently showed remorse and had relationship re, not relationships. I've read that completely wrong. <laughs> Revelations in his life. Uh-huh. He did have relationships too. We're all aware uh, just how lots, many relationships Geralt of- did in fact have. <laughs> um, <laughs> he frequently showed remorse and had revelations in his life. Other times he had complete emotional breakdowns, even giving up being a witcher in general and dropping his morals at one point. Yeah. Um, he's but he lives a long time he's he's there's a lot of things that happen and he's going to live a lot longer if vesemir is any example so yeah well as long as he doesn't get killed by anything but so far so good <laughs> i mean he's he's a super witcher it's going to be harder <laughs> super witcher <laughs> um, um so yeah so he goes through a lot he's a very he has a very complex personality he's a complex character he's not you know, the typical witcher uh, perception. And I think obviously he has to be, I don't think anybody would be interested Mm -hmm. in a story about a character that doesn't have like multiple dimensions to his personality, as opposed to, you know, like if Geralt was how a witcher was supposed to be, I don't think that this it doesn't this create a story. popular at all. It doesn't create it. Yeah. Yeah. So also, I mean, you would expect over so many books and games, um, that there would be some character arcs that mm-hmm. he's going to develop and, and he's going to make some decisions that are different at some point and change. And right. that makes for a good story. So yeah. we have some fun facts here. Do you want to, you want to take turns on these? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Why, why don't you start it off and we'll go from there. All right. So uh, as we mentioned prior, uh, when Geralt was first deciding his Witcher name, he <laughs> wanted to go with Geralt Roger Eric Duhot Bellegarde, but that was dismissed by Vesemir as silly and pretentious. And you know what? He's absolutely right. <laughs> he later decided on Geralt of Rivia and went so far as to adopt a Rivian accent to further this identity. This is ironic as later on he gets caught in a battle between Nilfgaard and Queen Maeve's troops trying to defend his friends. He fights off the Nilfgaardians and is in turn knighted by Queen Maeve, who was the leader of Lyria and Rivia. <laughs> and he becomes a knight of Rivia, <laughs> Sir Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> so he's legitimately Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> he's like Geralt of Rivia of Rivia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's good. Um, so Geralt's name in the elder speech, Gwynblade, is very similar to the Welsh translation of White Wolf, which is Blade Gwyn. <laughs> CD Projekt Red revealed in a Q&A on Raptor that the first publishing offer they got for The Witcher was on the condition that they make Geralt female <laughs> along with some other changes. What? Obviously, we can see that did not happen. <laughs> How does that totally changes the story around and <laughs> the lore of Witchers and all sorts of other things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as we see, there is some lore that like like no female can be a witcher except that there is a female witcher in existence. So there's always exceptions, but yeah, it's definitely, I mean, definitely be a very interesting twist. If Geralt was a female. Yeah. I mean, it totally changes up the mood of everything too. I mean, as, as much as I love really strong female lead characters, I also like really good male lead characters. There's just, 
the feeling of a story is different with a female lead than it is a male. And there's just different things you do with male leads and female leads. And, and it, like it, it creates a different kind of story. And I love both kinds of stories and the different kinds of places you go with both kinds of stories. But it is a different story. And right? I think in, in, in The Witcher, I think we at least it really is okay because like he can be the strong male lead. We have multiple strong female characters in the Witcher series. We got yes. Siri, we got Yennefer, we got Triss. Yeah. Like and, we got and so many others. Yeah. So we have I mean, heck, this this per um what's her name? Queen Calanthe. Holy cow. Yeah. Talk yeah. about strong female lead. I would Whenever I would she- argue that we have more interesting strong female characters across the Witcher series than we do interesting strong male characters. I would agree, but I think maybe we'll get kind of a, I think it's balanced. I think it's fairly balanced. I think I that think I think we we'll have more we have I'd... similar numbers, but I think that in general the 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 lead female characters are more interesting. Yeah, than we, the get lead to, we get to know them more, yeah. I think. So yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll see what the Netflix show does for season two, getting us to like get introduced to other because I mean we'll get introduced to Vesemir and uh Eskul and Lambert. So we'll get yeah. to kind of delve into them more. Yeah. But we also get to delve into Triss because she really wasn't significant in season one. Right. But she will be very significant in season two. Right. So yes. we'll get to see a lot more. Yeah, it's like it's like they get more fleshed around. out. I think that's I think that's the difference. Is that yeah. that that I mean there are, are probably equal numbers of men and women as side characters, but I think the women typically get fleshed out more. And maybe that's because we do have a male lead who likes to interact with women. <laughs> that's a really good way of putting it. Maybe that's part of it. But but that but that, I think that's also really it's, cool. And, and it's not just, you know, from a sexual standpoint. We, we you know, we also get characters that are, you know, motherly or matriarchal or powerful or whatever. But we get there's a little bit more of their stories or their motivation or, you know, like and oftentimes the men seem to a little bit more just kind of like, well, this guy's just really grumpy and this guy's really goofy and this guy's really power hungry, you know, but the women seem to be a little bit more dynamic. I don't know. Uh, we, we can talk about this on a future episode, but I think that stuff's really cool. Um, did you do the last one? Is it my I turn? did the CD project. Right yes. Long. Okay. So uh, next one. A Geralt postage stamp is available in Poland. That'd be cool. And if anybody in Poland is listening and wants to send us a letter with a Geralt postage stamp on it, I will keep it forever. Oh, my God. We need like a P.O. box so you guys can send us stuff and cookies. <laughs> Take us some cookies. Send them with a, a Geralt postage stamp from Poland. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yep. Uh, Geralt appears as a guest character in Soul Calibur 6. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I feel like I've played that. I have I've Calibur Six. Played it before, and I played as Geralt. I can't remember because I haven't played much. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I have it, but I feel like I, maybe I played it he's, at somebody else's place. He's pretty strong, from what I remember. I know he. I think he was used in like some professional level play, even mm. like it mm. was apparently pretty good. So, mm. uh, and last one, Geralt also appears in Capcom's Monster Hunter World, which and- is super a super weird crossover yeah so i mean it it's not really monster hunter world is you're a hunter and you're fighting monsters it is, but it's very um, japanese like this is yeah. like 
very ja- this like monster hunter world is a japanese ass video game yeah so, <laughs> but you there um i've never played through it because from what i hear you have to go through quite a lot to get to the point where you can play to access that it's very grindy it's a great game but, it's a lot of fun yeah but uh from what i hear is basically you get to i guess help Geralt's fight a Leshen. Um, and once you finish up that quest line, you get some skins where you can like put a Geralt skin over your character. So you can look like Geralt. Um, they're, it's, that's really all I know. It's from what a, a friend has told me. Okay. But, yeah. I played through, I think almost all of the original one. This must be part of Iceborne or maybe an addition that was added after the initial game came I don't, out. I think it's part of Iceborne. If okay. I remember correctly. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play any of this stuff after the original game came out so maybe i need to get back on that i mean there's too many good games to play right now <laughs> there's just so much good stuff it it's a good hard thing for me to get into i really wanted uh, to get to the Geralt stuff in monster hunter uh, but man. there's so much I, you have to be like level 80 or something in order to get to it and i'm like that's a lot it's a lot grinding because you don't get levels fast in this game you yeah. really do yeah. and so. there's so many good things out right now uh, it's a good thing we're not getting a witcher 4 like anytime soon because there's oh, too dear. many there's too many good things right now but if we did get a Witcher 4 like tomorrow, I would be playing it. Uh, you know, <laughs> drop everything. <laughs> there would be other things like getting getting going on the stack of shame in order to play Witcher 4. Um, but who knows? You know, uh, I guess we'll get some updates on that at some point. Um, mm-hmm. Well, th- this has been a lot of fun. What do we what do we have coming next week? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go on to to who I like to call Grandpa Witcher. Um, <laughs> granddaddy witcher uh i think we're gonna go we're gonna go into vesemir a bit more detail talk about his backstory and things cool so cool cool uh, all right we'll we'll be talking about grandpa next time um (laughs) so thank you everybody for joining us i apologize again for missing last week's episode um i've been on some new medication for my migraines and it's been working really well until all of a sudden it doesn't and then all of a sudden my brain tries to attack me like a monster in the witcher and then you know i go down for a few days and then things get kind of messed up so thank you for your patience on that um also, uh, we've been, man, we've been doing all sorts of things in the community lately. We have more and more people joining us who are part of the Xbox Game Pass gang. Uh, we have the Xbox Game Pass show, which is normally after this show, but we did it early this weekend because of some other schedule stuff that's been changing up. And you don't have to be on the you know, on the Xbox or part of the Xbox Game Pass. You don't have to be playing those games on PC. The show is mostly about the new games that come out on Xbox Game Pass. And Sam and I take a look at those games and we, you know, let you know if they're worth playing or purchasing or whatever. And a lot of the people who are tuning into that show and the other shows on the network, like this show, who enjoy checking out new games or just playing games that we already have, are on the discord and a lot of us are just jumping into games together like toasty and i jumped back into destiny 2 recently and we set up a clan and everyone's been jumping into the clan to play some destiny 2 so if you want to jump into our destiny 2 clan which has cross play so everyone's playing on different consoles or on pc we're all playing together doing some fun stuff that that game's awesome still it's been two years since i jumped back into it i'm playing it again it's a lot of fun So if you're just looking for people to play games with, we're happy to have you. The Robots Radio Discord is is a great place. Everybody on there keeps on... New people jump in all the time. They're like, oh my God, this place is awesome. Everybody in here is great. So come join us. If you're you're awesome and you're 
just a nice person. We'd love to have you. If you're going to be a jerk, then, you know, don't don't come join us. Then we're, we're happy not to have you. So <laughs> that works, too. Don't, don't, life lesson, folks. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. And if you are, if you're not a jerk, come join us. Uh, <laughs> so that's what we got going on. Uh, if you want to tune into any of the other shows on the network, go to robotsradio.net. Check them out. We've got lore casts for all sorts of different role playing games, everything from Fallout to Elder Scrolls to Mass Effect to The Witcher. That's what you're listening to now to Cyberpunk. And um, there's lots of other shows as well on the network you can go check out. And Toasty, do you have anything else going on you want to share? Um, pretty much went over most of it. Uh, you know, the Twitter was uh, at Witcher Lorecast. Uh, we're still, I, I mostly just retweet things that I see, but I mean, it's the year of the Witcher. So if you want to, if you want to see the news and things, uh, it's definitely uh, where to go find that out. Um, yeah. And, and season two is coming up really soon. Yep. We have less than a hundred days. Now, Maybe we should so. be doing some watch parties when that comes up. What do you think? Ooh. Can we do some watch parties on the discord? What do you think? I know it's I'm totally technically to against terms of service to restream a Netflix show, but if it's private and not like public on Twitch and it's, or if technically, and I'm putting this in quotes, we all watch it together on our own screens and somebody accidentally shared their screen in the video channel and the show just happened to be on their screen while we were all in video chat and i'm still using quotes accidentally would that be okay and it's still in quotes this is all hypothetical this is all hypothetical i'm not actually this is in quotes actually suggesting we do this netflix um let's maybe we'll talk about this on the discord so so yeah yeah maybe <laughs> maybe that would be the better place um but you know if if you're curious if this is something you'd be interested in go ahead and join the discord yeah join the discord we will definitely not share our screens we're not as we, we will not play episodes of the witcher we will not for other groups of people we're not sharing that we so what we will do when the new season comes out is join a voice chat together where we can talk about the episodes while we watch them individually on our own Netflix accounts. That's what we will yep. do. That's, that's the legal thing we will do. That's the legal thing we can do. We're not going to do the other thing. Why are we? Uh, it's already past 45 <laughs> minutes. You already said most people don't listen after 45 <laughs> minutes. It's fine. We're fine. We're keep good. Going. Nobody's listening. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody Netflix, listen stop listening. Like, uh 15 minutes ago it's fine right. we're good we're good all right well um yeah come come join us on the discord let, there's the witcher lorecast channel let us know what you think about that but uh yeah we're it's gonna like, talk about that we'll what, start less talking than, about that it's less than three months away so uh this is gonna be awesome we're gonna have some good times stay tuned mm-hmm. for future updates on that stuff and thanks for coming hanging out everybody especially those of you in the live chat wonderful seeing everybody we will see you again next week and toasty what's the what's the cool thing we're gonna say now at the end of every show uh for our fellow witchers stay safe out on the path yeah and toss a coin to your toasty see you guys later bye everybody thanks for tuning into the witcher Lorecast. we'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the tv series and all your thoughts on everything please check out the robots radio discord and follow
follow us on Twitter at WitcherLoreCast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at RobotsRadio.net.